international conference this weekend and I hope and pray that all of you will have benefited from the various programs and training that have taken place. In this era, the Prophet Muhammad was sent by Allah the Almighty to revive the true teachings of the Holy Quran and the Holy Prophet and to convey those noble teachings to all parts of the world. In this regard, the Prophet himself stated that the era of the Holy Prophet of Islam was the age of the perfection of true guidance and that his era was to be the age of the completion of the propagation of the perfect guidance. Through the utilization of modern technologies and resources that were not available in bygone eras. In short, the great mission of the Prophet Islam was to spread the teachings of the Holy Prophet to all nations and peoples and to achieve this great objective, Allah the Almighty Himself provided the means. During the lifetime, during His lifetime, the Prophet Messiah wrote many books in order to propagate Islam's teachings and to defend it from the myriad of false allegations and criticism leveled at it by its opponents. Each one of his books shown a timeless and illuminating light upon the pristine and magnificent teachings of Islam. The Prophet Muhammad informed the world that only through Islam's sublime teachings was it now possible to forge a loving and pure bond between mankind and his creator. Only through Islam could human beings truly fulfill the rights of God Almighty. 
Similarly, he taught that it is only by acting upon Islam's teachings that a believer can fully discharge the rights owed to one's fellow beings. It was these per perfect teachings of Islam that the Prophet Muhammad Islam presented immaculately in his books, addresses, and other discourses. According to the circumstances of his era, more than a century ago, the Prophet Muhammad Islam devised an outstanding scheme for tabligh and utilized various means to spread the message of Islam. As the print media was, the, was by then established and was an efficient means of conveying information and sharing one's beliefs, the Prophet Islam regularly published articles or statements as adverts in newspapers so that the message and true teachings of Islam could be disseminated far and wide. Furthermore, for the sake of the spread of Islam, the Prophet instructed his followers to gain an in-depth knowledge of their faith and beliefs and to then devote their lives for the sake of propagating and preaching it to others. Most certainly, until his last breath, the Prophet sought to fulfill his divine mission to convey Islam's teachings not just within his nation, but across borders and continents. Indeed, history bears witness to the fact that the message of the Prophet Islam reached the United States, Europe, and the United Kingdom during his life through an era of media coverage. For example, the open challenges he made to the opponents of Islam were reported upon by famous newspapers in the West. It is not necessary to mention the details of those incidents at this time, but suffice to say, it is clear that the Prophet Muhammad frequently utilized the print media for the sake of serving Islam and in the cause of imparting its noble teachings to a vast audience.
Thereafter, following his departure from his world, from this world, Allah the Almighty established the institution of Khilafat Ahmadiyya. From the very beginning, great efforts were made to continue the mission of the Prophet Muhammad and to ensure that the teachings of Islam reached all parts of the world. For example, during the time of Hazrat Khalifa al-Masih I, a Jamaat missionary was sent to the UK and to introduce, uh, uh, to introduce the teachings and beliefs of true Islam to the British people. Thereafter, during the era of the second Khalifa, the belief efforts rapidly accelerated. And the message of the Jamaat spread further and further afield and reached several European and African countries, as well as North America and various other nations and islands. Great strides were taken as the Jamaat continued to flourish and expand. Yet, due to our limited resources, it was not possible for the message of Ahmadiyya to reach every part of the world during the early years of the Second Khilafat. Nonetheless, Allah the Almighty continued to bless whatever limited means the Jamaat had manifold. During that early period, the most efficient means of spreading Islam's teachings remained the print media and the publication, publication of literature. Then, in 1938, a new chapter in the history of the Jamaat commenced, when for, for the very first time, the message of true Islam was delivered through the voice of, voice of the Khalifa of the time to a large audience through the means of loudspeaker. On that historic occasion, the second Khalifa, delivered an address at Masjid Aqsa in Qadiyan. At that time, the use of the loudspeaker to amplify his voice was considered a revolutionary means of progress and remarkable way of conveying the teachings of Islam. However, at that moment, where people were rejoicing over the loudspeaker, the second Khalifa, Anho, prophesied and declared that the time was surely near when the Khalifa of the time would deliver a speech in Qadiyan 
voice simultaneously his voice would be heard in every nation and every corner of the world in the years that followed glimpses of the uh, of that blessed future came into view as the message of the promised islam <clears throat> and the voice of the khalifa of the time continued to reach further afield for example jamaat missionaries and other representatives appointed by the khalifa of the time were sent to different countries from where they were able to transmit the message of islam through the means of the radio our missionaries were able to acquire slots on public or commercial radio stations and were thus able to present the perfect teachings of islam and ahmadiyat to a much wider audience at that time those radio programs were considered a great achievement and a source of pride and joy for the members of the jamaat i recall that when the missionaries used to send the reports of their radio programs to the markers they were published with great enthusiasm by the jamaat newspapers such as al fazl and were given a lot of prominence if we fast forward to to uh, to today we see how with the grace of allah the almighty it is no longer the case that we are dependent upon others to acquire occasional radio slots rather in some african countries and here in the uk we are now able to spread the message of ahmadiyat through our very own radio stations and channels of course we are also no longer limited to radio but through the immense blessings and grace of allah the almighty we are now able to convey the message of islam through the medium of television when tv first started it was a very limited platform where news and information was broadcast on tv channels at a local level within a country's borders however when allah the almighty provided our jamaat with inspiration resources and capability to launch its own tv channel he also created the means through satellite for our channel to broadcast islam's ex- exquisite teachings to every corner of the world unquestionably this is a fulfillment of the grand promise and revelation of allah the almighty to the promise of islam that i shall call thy message 
to reach the corners of the earth. Alhamdulillah, with the sheer grace of Allah and in fulfillment of this revelation and prophecy, today 19 MTA studios have been established globally. They are working under the supervision of the Central Administration of MTA International and according to the instruction and guidance of Khalifatul Musi. As you are all aware, the main international station uh, studios are based here in the UK, in, from where the majority of MTA programs are transmitted. However, in addition, we have established full studios in Qadian, Ghana, the Gambia, Tanzania, Indonesia, Germany, Canada, USA, Kababir, Mauritius, Bangladesh, Australia, and Uganda. Due to legal restrictions, our MTA Pakistan Studios is now less active. But where these unjust and cruel restrictions have sought to hinder our progress, Allah the Almighty has blessed us with a multitude of studios across the world that are each providing new and high quality content. Apart from the full studios, MTA teams equipped with high quality production facilities have been formed in countries such as Sierra Leone, Nigeria, and many other Jamaas are also working on a smaller scale to produce programs or reports for MTA. With the grace of Allah, the Almighty, a number of live programs are now regularly broadcast from Qadian and from the Abdul Wahab Studios in Ghana. Similarly, the MTA Germany Studio has launched some programs in German. In fact, apart from our English and Urdu content, programs are being produced in various languages, such as French, Swahili, Turkish, amongst others. <clears throat> Therefore, with the grace of Allah, the message of true Islam is reaching all parts, uh, all parts of the world through MTA. If we analyze our financial and human resources in purely worldly terms, the truth is that we could never have accomplished all of this on our own. <clears throat> in reality, whatever has been achieved has been the result and fulfillment of that divine promise and revelation that I shall cause thy message 
to reach the corners of the earth. Each and every day, we are witnessing with our own eyes the glorious manifestation of the help and favor of Allah, the Almighty. Where initially there was just one empty channel, now Allah, the Almighty, has enabled MTA to launch several channels that are broadcasting in different languages across the world. We have MTA One World, which is MTA's flagship channel and is viewed worldwide. Apart from this, there's MTA Two Europe, MTA Three Al Arabia, MTA Four Africa, MTA Five Africa, MTA Six Asia, MTA Seven Asia, and MTA Eight North America. These MTA channels are available to watch, watch on smart TVs, mobile devices, desktops, and MTA streaming platforms and applications. Through online streaming, any person in any part of the world can access whichever MTA channel they desire and listen in whichever language they prefer. In addition, MTA is broadcasting on terrestrial television in, the, in some countries such as Suriname and the Gambia. Recently, MTA Ghana also launched on terrestrial television. In these countries, MTA broadcasts alongside the national TV channels without the need for a satellite dish and efforts are ongoing to expand these terrestrial services to other countries as well. In terms of content, with the grace of Allah, the programs broadcast on MTA are informing and enlightening the people of the world of the true and beautiful teachings of Islam. For example, religious, educational, and other types of interesting documentaries are now being produced and broadcast on MTA. Also, more content aimed at educating and guiding children is being produced. Furthermore, there are various discussion programs that aim to educate viewers about religion as well as contemporary issues. There are programs in which the books of the Prophet Muhammad are narrated and explained. Also, the recitation of the Holy Quran is broadcast throughout the day at various times. There are many other programs which cater for the moral, spiritual, and religious training of the members of the Jamaat and are providing extremely beneficial uh, and are proving extremely beneficial.
MTA programs are also serving to introduce the teachings of Islam to people outside of our Jamaat in an excellent way. Thus, where MTA is constant means of tarbiyat for the members of the Jamaat, it is also providing, uh, it is also proving an excellent platform for tabligh. Moreover, over the past 18 months, a period during which nations around the world have grappled with the COVID-19 pandemic, we have seen and witnessed even more than before the great blessings associated with MTA. During this period, I have not been able to travel on tours and nor have Ahmadis been able to visit me. Yet, through the blessings of MTA, the direct content, uh, contact and communication between Khalifa al-Masih and the members of the Jamaat has not only continued, but has increased and reached new heights, alhamdulillah. Apart from the weekly Friday sermons, which is broadcast live around the world, a new avenue of mulaqat, the virtual mulaqat, has emerged during this period. Through this, these interactive mulaqats, I am able to meet directly with members of the Jamaat from, from around the world and to hold meetings with office bearers. One day I am meeting Ahmadis from Australia, the next day from Indonesia or the United States, or from Qadian, Europe, Africa, Canada, and other parts of the world. While sitting here in Islamabad, the words and voice of Khalifa of the time are reaching every corner of the world. As we witness these blessings and observe this rapid advancement, we cannot help but recall the prophecy of Hazrat Muslim Anho that I mentioned earlier, where he said that time was coming when the Khalifa of the Times voice would be heard live across the world. As I have mentioned, each week the Friday sermon of Khalifa Evakt is broadcast live to all parts of the world. In addition, many other programs or events of mine are also broadcast on MTA. For example, MTA is producing a regular program presenting the key points from both a tabligh and tarbiyat perspective of the various virtual mulaqats. With the grace of Allah, this is proving of tremendous benefit 
to the viewers. Many people send their feedback that having watched the mulakas, their faith and bond with Khilafat has strengthened. Or that they have learned new points that will aid their moral and spiritual development. Other rights that they have learned about the administrative system of the Jamaat through these programs. While some write that they had long held questions in their hearts that were answered during the mulakats. People also write that they have come to better understand the vision and views of the Khalifa of the time on particular issues, whether they are they, whether they be religious or contemporary matters. Many also write how these programs have motivated them to personally reform and, and improve themselves and to strive to increase their service to the Jamaat and to play their role in ensuring that the unity of our Jamaat only ever increases. Consequently, both from a spiritual and administrative perspective, MTA is playing a great role in conveying and amplifying the voice of Khalifa of the time. It is eliminating distances, removing barriers, and above all, ensuring that the Jamaat of the Prophet Islam remains united at the hand of Khilafat and that Ahmadis across the world follow exactly the same religious teachings and beliefs. Follow exactly the same religious uh, teachings and beliefs. From one corner, corner of the world to the next, from Asia to Europe, from Africa to Americas, from the Far East to the various islands of the world, from the East to the West, from the North to the South, the teachings of the Prophet and the instructions of the Khalifa of the time are reaching all nations and people through MTA. Accordingly, all Ahmadis should be grateful to those who are serving in MTA. This includes the permanent workers and staff who are serving with great passion and sincerity. Whatever allowance or salary they are given is minimal compared to what they would earn if they worked in worldly environment. Furthermore, in our various studios around the world, there are hundreds or even thousands of volunteers who, despite not being paid staff, are working tirelessly and with great devotion. 
if one considers the time, effort, and skills they are con contributing, it is no exaggeration to say that they are saving the Jamaat millions of pounds each year through their efforts. It costs around five or six million pounds to run MTA annually, and was, or sometimes even more. And the majority of this is spent on satellite costs, as well as other necessary running expenses. At the same time, we save a similar amount through the efforts and service of, of our volunteers. I recall how once at an event in the United States, I was sitting with the Lieutenant Governor of a state and the topic of MTA came up in our discussion. I informed him that MTA is a 24-hour religious channel that broadcasts globally and that it is distinct from other channels because it neither receives any state funding nor any commercial funding through advertisement. Upon hearing this, the Lieutenant Governor was visibly shocked and startled. He asked me how we could run a 24-hour global multi-channel without any income from advertisements. Indeed, for worldly and material people, it is surely impossible to comprehend how MTA can only survive as a global channel, but actually thrive without any form of commercialization. Yet, they do not realize that MTA is a manifestation of that grand promise of Allah the Almighty, watch safe to the Prophet Muhammad that I shall cause thy message to reach the corner of the earth. Indeed, it is Allah the Almighty himself who has instilled within the members of the Jamaat such passion and commitment to sacrifice their days and nights for the sake of MTA and to play their role in its, its continued progress. So I reiterate that both the permanent staff of MTA and every volunteer wherever they are serving, are all deserving of our sincere appreciation and prayers. No matter what is asked of them, they continue to serve and do so with a smile on their faces and with great dedication. Certainly, my heart is filled with gratitude for all of you. May Allah the Almighty reward you and may he enable you to continue to serve with humility and selflessness. May he enable all of you to play your role in spreading the message of the Prophet Muhammad which, which in reality is the message 
and teaching of the Holy Quran and the Holy Prophet of Islam, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I also always pray that you remain humble and never allow even a trace of arrogance or pride to enter your hearts. Never think that the success of MTA or the Jamaat is contingent upon your skills or your time or that you are deserving of praise or material reward. Most certainly, if you remain forever sincere and devoted and serve with true humility, you will attain the very best of rewards from Allah the Almighty Himself. May Allah the Almighty enable you to always fulfill the expectations of the Khalifa of the time and may you always increase your service to MTA working here in the Merkaz or in any of our studios or team across the world. May Allah the Almighty bless you with the best of rewards and enable you to always serve the mission of the Prophet Muhammad to the very best of your abilities. Ameen. Jazakallah. Now you all join me in silent prayer. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.